Today on the newscast, Iran directly intervenes in the war between Israel and Hamas with an attack drone. Plus, Hamas is reportedly shocked and awed by Israel's response to its rocket barrage. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. It is day 11 of fighting between Israel and Iran-backed terror groups in Gaza, led of course by Hamas. The rockets continue to fall. Southern Israel has been really barraged today, Thursday, May 20th. I continue to get alerts on my phone every few minutes of incoming rockets. I get these alerts from the Israel Defense Forces. So folks, needless to say, Hamas continues to bombard communities in southern Israel, in particular, which are located around that Gaza Strip area. Now, you might say, hey, Eric, you've been telling us that the Israel Defense Forces have made a major dent in Hamas's capabilities. Yes, they have. More on that in a minute. So how do the rockets continue to be launched from Gaza? Well, folks, it's real simple. The major reason is that Hamas places rocket launchers in densely populated civilian areas where it knows Israel will not bomb because it wants to avoid civilian casualties at all costs. So that's the main reason why we continue to see rockets launched out of Gaza, even though Israel has made, again, a major, major dent in Hamas's terror and military infrastructure and its rocket launching capabilities. Just an update there, Israel continues to conduct heavy, heavy airstrikes against Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad targets throughout Gaza. According to various reports coming out of the Middle East, Hamas is surprised by the intensity of the Israeli response to their rocket barrages. Now, Hamas kicked all this off last Monday, May 10th, firing seven rockets at Jerusalem. And they thought, mainly it seems, because there has been political instability in Israel and there is still a lot of questions about what will the Israeli government look like in a few weeks? Will there be a fifth election? Hamas thought it could capitalize on that, apparently, and that Israel's response would not be very severe to this rocket barrage towards Israel's capital city, Jerusalem. Talk about a miscalculation, folks. Israel has responded very forcefully, needless to say, and Hamas has been on its heels. The main, I think, achievement, two main achievements in this campaign for Israel, which again, Hamas provoked. Number one, taking out, eliminating several top Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad leaders. But number two, that vast underground tunnel network called the Metro, uh, where Hamas was really utilizing it for fighters, rockets, all sorts of things. Israel has basically decimated that network, which stretched dozens and dozens of miles underneath Gaza, a city beneath a city, according to the Israel Defense Forces. More on that in a minute. We will be joined today by a top spokesman for the IDF with a breaking report on what Israel has been able to do in terms of weakening Hamas. The other big story today that we have to mention before we go to Jonathan Conricus, Lieutenant Colonel from the Israel Defense Forces, we've been telling you about the hand behind all of this, the Iranian regime. Well, today, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in a meeting with the German foreign minister, revealed 
that a drone that was launched on Tuesday, an attack drone, Israel shot it down. This was northeastern Israel, I would say, kind of northeast central Israel around Beit Shan, which is an ancient biblical city where I have filmed. This drone was near the Jordanian-Israel border coming into Israeli territory when the Israel Defense Forces thankfully shot it down. This was Tuesday, just two, two days ago on May 18th. Now Prime Minister Netanyahu shared today this was an Iranian drone that was fired by Iranian forces in either Syria or Iraq. And it was packed with explosives, which means, number one, deadly intent. There was a goal to kill Israeli civilians or soldiers. Number two, folks, and even more importantly, Iran directly intervened in this war between Israel and Hamas. Now, a few things to keep in mind here. Number one, again, if you've been watching the newscast over the past few weeks, You know that Hamas, and even more so Palestinian Islamic Jihad in Gaza, are subsidiaries of the Iranian regime. They are bought and paid for. They are proxies. They are arms of the Iranian regime operating in Gaza. If we want the violence to stop right now, and we all do, Iran holds the cards. The Iranian regime right now could say to Hamas and Islamic Jihad, knock it off, quit it with the rockets, and we would have peace But Iran hasn't shown an inclination to do that. Why? This is a, and I hate to use this term, folks, but a sort of dry run or dress rehearsal for Iran for a larger conflict that is coming down the road, which Hezbollah will be very, very involved in. Iran is sitting back here. They're taking notes, and they're seeing how this all unfolds. And I believe this drone that was launched by Iranian forces into Israel, again, an act of war, and a direct intervention in the current conflict between Israel and Hamas, another dress rehearsal type action by the Iranian regime. Let's see what happens. Israel is distracted to the south with Hamas. Let's kind of fly a drone in there into the northern Israel region, northeast Israel, and we'll see what happens. And we'll see how Israel responds. Well, Iran appears to have been caught red-handed here, and that's a good thing because, once again, It brings attention to Iran's role in this conflict. Folks, the world needs to start paying attention and holding Iran accountable, not just Hamas, but their masters in Tehran, the Iranian regime. So thankfully, this drone was shot down, but gives you an idea of what Iran has in mind. Now, I talked about our good friend Jonathan Konrikas, Israel Defense Forces Lieutenant Colonel, international spokesman for the IDF. He's a very busy man right now. But he took time to join us from Tel Aviv uh, the other day and give us an update on what the IDF has accomplished in this war and how much it has really weakened Hamas, in particular that underground tunnel network. Take a look. The Israel Defense Forces have eliminated several top Hamas and Islamic Jihad commanders. Jonathan, speaking of the infrastructure, can you tell us about something called the Metro? this vast underground tunnel network that Hamas has been using but no longer will use after the Israel Defense Forces have really decimated it. Yes. So I'll explain the importance of that underground infrastructure that we nicknamed the metro, not because it's for civilian use. Don't be confused. There are no civilians using that uh, uh, underground network. It's only for the Hamas terrorists. That is where they hide. That is what allows them to fight. It's really at the core of their combat doctrine. Imagine that aerial supremacy was 
taken from Israel, that is the equivalent of what Hamas are facing now. We are degrading their capability to move freely underground and to conduct operations underground, safe from our intelligence efforts and from the air, air force and from our fire capabilities. That is the importance of this event. It is, I, I think it cannot be overstated at this time. It's a big change for Hamas, and it's going to take a lot of time for them to adapt to it. What we've done is to systematically map that underground network using different technological tools that we've uh, enhanced and developed, intelligence capabilities, so that we now have a layout of what was a city beneath a city. It was basically a city network underneath Gaza City and many other parts of the Gaza Strip, which Hamas and the Islamic Jihad have spent years, years building. And this was really at the heart of their military concept. This is what enabled their operations. That's why we've been attacking it. That's why we've been focusing lots of efforts, firepower, air power, intelligence, etc., on finding those places and basically causing the infrastructure to collapse with the aim of making it very difficult for Hamas to continue operating now and also in the future. In addition to that, what we've also done is we've been focusing on different groups of targets. As you said, we've taken out quite a lot of senior Hamas and Islamic Jihad operatives. We have focused intensely on the R&D efforts that Hamas have been spending lots of money on. We've been focusing on their infrastructure production as well as storage of rockets. And we've been hunting the rocket launchers and any squad of terrorists who dare to go above ground and actually uh, expose themselves. We've been hunting those and we've been quite successful. Not enough yet, but we've been quite successful in negating those uh, effects. Overall, a massive campaign is ongoing. There are significant military achievements, but we are by no means done yet. Now, folks, if you want to watch my entire interview with Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus of the Israel Defense Forces, go to our YouTube page under Israel News and U.S. News, and you will see Israel Under Fire. It's a special program that we aired last night on TBN, an hour-long featuring Jonathan Conricus, also Senator Ted Cruz, three former Israeli ambassadors, including Ron Dermer, who was obviously very close to Prime Minister Netanyahu, and best-selling author Joel Rosenberg. They all joined me for this hour-long TBN special, Israel Under Fire. The program has been very well received. You can catch the entire show right here on our Watchmen YouTube channel, Israel Under Fire. Again, under U.S. and Israel News, you will see it right there. Or just click under videos. It was a great show with a lot of uh, packed with a lot of information that you need to know, and some of it coming from on the ground in Israel right now. While you're there, be sure to subscribe because we will continue to bring you every day, folks, during this conflict and beyond, the real story of what's going on in the world's most pivotal and strategic region, the Middle East, and how it affects you, yes, you, no matter where you live. Now, as we are unfolding and unpacking all of these threats that are gathering against Israel and by extension against the United States, some people get very nervous and fearful, I'm sad to say, but remember, remember, to encourage you as I go, the words of 2 Timothy, where God Almighty has encouraged us, has mandated us to not have a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
If you're a follower of Jesus, you are a child of the King. You have nothing to worry about or be fearful of. He will bring you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, for such a time as this, God Almighty is still on the throne, folks. Fear not. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.